Welcome everyone to the Anil Chaudhary show. I'm your host Anil Chaudhary and can't wait to jump into today's podcast episode. So episode number 239, we have a special guest Wesley Peldon. So in this episode we'll discuss with their wealth Wesley the topic of investing for young entrepreneurs. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in. Are you a business owner tired of same old get rich quick schemes and cookie cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to Be School Community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustaining organic growth. So, who am I? I'm Anil Chaudhary. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the Be School Community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail, the coaches and consultant spaces they are chasing in the wrong metrics focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive so in this beautiful community isn't about courses it's about complete transformation so we offer mindset mastery where you learn think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcoming limiting belief your anxieties your own self limitation and unshakable confidence we have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine and also we teach you how to grow your organic reach on a social media platform of linkedin and also we're going to talk about how to build it a reputable your podcast so through the podcast you can generate inbound leads for your business also we do weekly live classes where get personal guidance ask question in real time stay motivated and interact with the other people and so we have like an expert community as well so where you can connect with the network of online coaches consultant agency owners who have been there done that and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well so why wait so at business school community we believe building a business with purpose passion commitment and making difference so we are not about shortcuts or empty promises we are about real results real relationships and real growth So if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online join B school community today and unlock your full potential the link will be under the description go check out B school today and get your spot Hi Wesley thank you so much for joining me this podcast episode really appreciate it how are you today Hey, I'm doing great. It's uh it's great to be here. Excited to have a great conversation and uh connect with you guys and uh learn a little bit more from you and and be able to share a little bit of what I know. Yeah, same here. I'm super excited to have a conversation on like a investing side, like uh how young entrepreneurs like can invest, like they probably invest in a certain things and think they're going to get rich quick and lose all of their money and stop investing altogether. So yeah, from your experiences, like I would love to know more about like what's the best place to invest right now and how they can get started, like what's the minimum and et cetera. So before that, I'd love to know more about yourself. Like how did you get into like investing yourself? Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I got in, into investing um, actually after college when I was working in investments. Um, you know, kind of that was like my first, you know, experience to it, foray into it, down and understanding like how the entire global world works and how these sort of things happen uh, and, you know, what you need to be doing to prepare for your future. 
I like to think before then, uh, when I was in high school and then in college, I launched a few businesses. I feel like that's kind of also investing, investing in yourself, investing in your education, investing in something that may or may not uh, produce uh, results. I think at that point, it was kind of more along the lines of entrepreneurship as the basis of survival. And then later on, it was kind of entrepreneurship as for like the, the optimism of being able to fix and correct problems. Yeah, interesting. So what would be like your guidance for like if someone is starting out, like a young entrepreneur, probably they're 23, 25, and they're starting their career and they want to start investing for like a, for their future or like they want to be invest altogether. So what would be like a guided plan you would recommend for them to follow in terms of like investing? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously the, the number one rule always is start early. I mean, there's nothing supernatural there. We all know it, but a lot of us don't do it. Um, I think maybe balance is always a really important tenant of investing, like understanding what your total picture looks like by being an entrepreneur. Um, what you're doing with your day job is inherently risky. Um, yeah. When you think about it, it's that high risk, high reward sort of thing. But, you know, that is an investment. That's an investment in your future. That's an investment in, you know, your business, all of these different things. So take that into account when you're thinking about your other investments. So if your day job investment, you know, in yourself and in your company is very risky, you know, think about where you want to start investing the rest of your money. And perhaps that should be a lot less risky. Um, you know, maybe don't try to reinvent the wheel of investing when you're trying to reinvent the actual wheel. Uh, I think it's a, a good way of, of maybe thinking about that. Um, I think when you're young, starting out, uh, a really great place to start uh, is kind of just putting whatever you can look at your budget and look at, at, at what's left at the end of the week. And, and I recommend doing this weekly just to kind of keep it in that cadence where you get you know used to it. Yeah. At the end of the week, look at, at what's left and then invest that into an ETF in an index fund, something that's really cheap and easy to own and buy and then hold it. Um, keep putting money in there uh, and and trust the process. <laughs> it takes time, but um, it, it will it will be a good thing for you. I guarantee it. You got to just put that money into that, you know, that that investment and then do it over time. Um, if you want to get a little bit more creative, you know, there's different ETFs about things that you can care about. Um, like if you're really interested in alternative energy sources and you believe that solar is the future, uh, which I do, I think it's kind of a cool technology. Instead of picking a singular solar company to invest in, invest in a solar ETF, which tracks the entire marketplace. And this is a great way to get that larger exposure, you know, so you're not having to do all the homework of saying, wow, the balance sheet looks great in this solar company, or this one has a new patent coming out. You can focus on doing your day job. Uh, and then still, you know, be playing in this space. But I, I think that's a really important tenant when you compare this this sort of thing with with entrepreneurs versus you know civilians, if you will. Uh, like you have to balance out that risk that exists in your day job with your your overall investments, which means, sorry, folks, they need to be kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, and that's like a great way to do that as well. And. Uh, do you recommend like a high risk taking as well, like investing in a crypto, like investing in a certain companies, things like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, the best way to learn anything is to do it. Um, so I, I think if you want to learn about crypto, you got to start investing in it. You know, you got to start putting the money, you know, the money into the technology. Again, though, you know, like you got to ask yourself where you want risk on on your portfolio, where you want risk in your life. If you're if you're risking a lot of your resources launching your company, then maybe you shouldn't also risk a lot of resources 
dollars on on the new coin. But you know, if you want to learn this space, you know, you got to invest, but invest accordingly, right? Like, um, I, I mean, like I I gamble a lot because I enjoy it. I enjoy sport. I enjoy gambling. I enjoy looking at the numbers. My kid's college fund is safe. My mortgage is paid. You know what I mean? So you gotta yeah. you gotta frame it. It doesn't mean you can't do these things. Uh, and this is my advice. Obviously, anybody, everybody's gonna be different, but um, you know, it, it, you gotta put in that framework. Where do you want risk to live on your balance sheet? Where do you want risk to live in your life? Do you want it to be in this investment, or do you want it to be in the investment that you're making in your company? Yeah, um, that Like the next question is like. How much of the money someone should invest? Like, how much of the take risk taking be involved in the, like investing if someone is starting out? That is a good question. Uh, so, how should you allocate? Like, if you're brand new, yeah. like a kid fresh out of college or never went to college, like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a capitalist, and I think in, in capitalism, you got to think about asset allocation and where it can do the most good. Uh, so if you have something that that is pretty fire right now that you really want to get behind that you really like believe in and and you know you don't want to wait, put your money behind that. If that's starting your company, put it behind that company. But you know, do it in a do it in a gradual way at first. <laughs> Even if you have like all the money to buy the the, do it maybe gradually just to kind of get going. Um, but you know, if you're still trying to figure it out, you're still trying to build your team, you're still trying to come up with your idea. Maybe you know, plow that money into a a you know market ETF. Um, you know, put into something simple where you can park it. It's liquid. You know, if your your idea does come around, you can cash out and then use those funds to launch your business. Um, but you know, don't 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 keep that money sitting in a bank account. You know, or at least not you know at least not the amount that you're going to at least don't leave more than you're going to need in the in the you know near future in that account. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wish I had, I wish I had, had begun investing earlier. I wish I'd begun investing in college. I wish I, man, I wish I began investing in high school. Uh, I, I really wish I would have started doing this earlier. Um, because you know, you can be very lucky or you can be very early. And those yeah. are the two things that really, you know, yield the most return. Uh, and I think getting started earlier is, is the only one that you can actually control. Luck is, you know, yeah. I mean, you got you got to get off the sofa to get lucky, but like, but you still got to get lucky. So, when you started out, like, where did you focus on? Like, what kind of investment uh, vehicle you took um, part of? Oh, all kinds of dumb shit. I mean, it was uh, <laughs> it was these different hypotheses, like uh, hot stop stock tips. I'd hear like at the bar, I'd be like all kinds of dumb things, but you know, you, you, you take your beating and, uh, and you learn from it. And then, uh, you start being a little bit smarter with your money when you realize how hard you're working for it. You don't want to yeah. you know, just trust it with anyone. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I think I kind of learned early on like macro forces and different things and like looking at, you know, just the raw power and compounding returns of, of our market forces, you know, it, it just, at any point, I mean, like if you cherry pick the shittiest times in the last 100 years to invest in the market, if you invested on those awful times, you still crushed it. If you wait 30 years, if you wait, you know, which is the time horizon that we all need to start thinking about, I think, in investing and in life and in everything. These time horizons, they have to get longer because this is the you know, this is a long tail problem, right? This is is it's how you're going to retire. It's how you're going to set your kids up. It's how you're going to build that legacy of, of generational wealth. And it's a long-term problem. And so you have to start thinking long-term. 
Um, so I, I started grasping with that early on in my investing career. And that's when I started getting just really, really boring with my investments. I started investing in just basically the entire market, um, just really, really simple things. Um, obviously, you know, mutual funds, my retirement accounts, like just really, really basic stuff. And that has always been for me, the bedrock of my investing strategy when it comes to personal finance. Um, yeah. That's always been the bedrock. Just get that base, get that base strong. And when you feel confident with that, you know, uh, then you can start putting real money behind other things that are interesting and exciting. Um, but, you know, just to make sure that you're still having fun with it, you know, that, that like put small amounts of money behind those things that are interesting and exciting and fun you know, even before you have that base really solidified. So you, you want to enjoy it, right? I mean, the more yeah. you enjoy something, the more you're going to do it. That's just all there is to it. But people also enjoy things that they're good at. So <laughs> you want to be doing well at it. Uh, so that's what the base is for. Feel smart about your base growing and that moving. And then, you know, allow yourself to celebrate, you know, the win, you know, when you when you pick that singular stock or you invested in that cryptocurrency yeah. that just shot up, like celebrate that stuff. But I think investing in a, a hyper meaningful way, unless you have some really like strong insider information about what's going on, you know, with those investments, I think it needs to be a small piece of your pie. Um, yeah. Specifically, if you're going specifically, if you're going to be uh, absorbing a lot of risk in, you know, your, 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 you know, your business, your endeavor that you're launching. Yeah. I started investing in 2017. Like my oh, first thing was in the cryptocurrency. <laughs> on on Bitcoin, like when five hundred dollars Bitcoin yeah. was piece, and yeah. like was about uh, ten ten dollars. Yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> Ethereum <laughs> Ethereum was like a six dollars, uh, and yeah, I doubled down on that, and that made me like a lot of money. So looking back, then that time, like I didn't know, like this thing is something I'm gonna lose out. Initially, it started with a thousand dollars, then I put it five thousand, then ten thousand. As soon as I'm seeing like a uh, the money is real and things is working really well. That I invested like a whole six month on educating myself on that. The more I learn, the more I know like what's going on. The more I believe in it, and then I double down on that. So and, yeah. and, and that's that's really smart. Like that's like a great yeah. strategy. You saw something that was new and exciting, and you wanted to get involved in it. You put yeah. a little bit of money into it, and then as you started seeing these sort of returns, you then mm -hmm. put more money into it. And so at that point, you're kind of backing what's a winning bet. And at any point, and this is a really important thing, this didn't happen at that time frame, but had Bitcoin and Ethereum began crashing, yeah. you were at a point of returns so high that as it began dropping and crashing, you would have time to kind of think to yourself, maybe I need to get out of this. And if you got out of it, I mean, this didn't happen, obviously, but if it had, like you were in a position in which you could have seen the writing on the wall and then yeah. made a decision about, you know, and still walked away winning. Uh, in your case, uh, you wound up getting in at an incredible time and then really like educating yourself and investing in it. And, you know, congratulations. That's huge. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and even though right now, like uh, some other coins I look into, like a small coins and I, I leave it there for like a long term. Sometimes they win, sometimes they're like a crashes. They've been out from the trading. They've been out from the like a... Uh, then trading platforms and you have to take them kind of such a risk in terms of like getting them kind of return because the return is like a thousand percent for ten thousand percent sometime there's incredible some of them coins can do and some of them like they take your whole 
blown up the money so i never invest like more than like a couple of grand on each coin like when they're coming out on the market just recently less than pennies so you want to minimize your risk on that as well so in terms of like educating yourself like if someone is new starting do you recommend any kind of like education they need for like investing did you follow any kind of education or mentor uh i think anytime you learn anything uh, you you look at it, it, it seems like the river is very wide and the river is very deep. And when you start wading into it, you realize <laughs> at first it does actually continue to feel very deep and very wide. But as you start making connections and things, you start seeing how concepts and ideas, they they connect in this way. And you start realizing that it really isn't this vast, you know, mm-hmm. like like Manhattan, right? You look at it and you're like, look at all these streets. This is, you know, this huge, huge place. You start moving through it, then you start to get a feel for the city where everything is. You understand it. I think learning anything is like that. And so you kind of just have to get in um, and then understand what is your way that you like to learn things. If you like podcasts, man, just start getting podcasts, you know, in, in your feed about what's happening in finance, the daily basis, you know, start with things that are kind of fun and interesting. There's one called the indicator, which talks about different financial, you know, uh, indicators in a fun and interesting way. Um, you know, try to use trusted news sources like the wall street journal. Uh, if you like long form stuff, there's a lot of great books. I would kind of, maybe shy away from that. Like when you're first trying to learn a concept, you know, I think short form is better because they're kind of these snippets and you can get more concepts and a, mm-hmm. you know, a higher view as opposed to the granularity of it. Uh, if you start attaching to certain aspects of, of finance or anything that you're trying to learn, you know, dive into it, dig into it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and try to understand from a historical uh, from a historical basis, kind of like the things and the shift and, and the stuff that, I, I don't know. Like when you start getting a historical context for for stuff, you start to to frame like new things. Like you were talking about, um, you were talking about like these new coins, and you know when they come out, like they can you know they can blow up or they can fizzle out. Yeah. Um, but like that's why you put a little bit of money behind them because if they blow up, that becomes a huge amount of money. Um, but if they I'm sorry, if they if they if they blow up, they they uh, become a huge amount of money. If they fizzle out, you know, your small amount of money becomes zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that like that reminds me of, of you know, kind of a controversial uh, figure, Michael Milken from the 80s. And like this is before my time. But I know this because, you know, I got into kind of the history of things. I got into the history of, of the markets. But like his whole thing um was like uh, junk bonds and the idea behind these bonds, these were kind of pieces of paper that nobody really wanted to trade because the idea of bonds being secure was kind of ruined by these being junk status. His hypothesis was that, okay, well, you know, like these bonds, basically they can go to zero, but no lower, or they can go to infinity. So (laughs) the upside, the upside is unbounded, but the bottom side was bounded. And like, that's just a, a mathematical way of like looking at things like, you know, the reward is unbounded, but the risk is bounded. And so that, that kind of, when you, when you try to weigh these two things against each other, and that's always everything in, in finance and investing and in life in general, risk versus yeah. reward. And in this sense, he was saying that, you know, it's bounded down here. And like, this is kind of something that when you're looking at these coins, you can apply that to because you have the historical context. And I think he was like the first guy in wall street to make 
a billion dollars in one year or something like that. Uh, back when a billion dollars really meant something. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's 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 important to understand, I think, the context of things, the histor- history behind things. Um, and a lot of this stuff is narrative driven. So it's more fun to kind of learn about it. And then, you know, once you decide this is something that you really want to dive into, then you can start really getting to the granular things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I check out the news, try to understand what's going on in the news. Mm. That tends to help. Um, if you're into finance, like, you know, having CNBC on in the background or Bloomberg is just kind of, you know, teasing the headlines and you can think about how you feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so how do you manage your losses? Like when you invest in something and you didn't pan out, right? Like how do you deal with that? Like, do you blame on yourself or like move on to the next one? Like how can a new investor can deal with their losses as well? Like obviously at the beginning, like yeah. they, they, they don't have the kind of mindset, like you keep moving forward. If they're sure. investing in their $10,000, and uh, they come across with like losing all them all, then probably they're not going to believe in investing. Yeah. Uh, so um I have two really good friends that kind of help me out when this happens. We get together. Um, it's my buddy, uh, Jim Beam, and then my other guy, Jack Daniels. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, so I, I, I don't know. I guess you, you got to like, it's an inevitability of investing. You're going to have, have losses. Um, yeah. So when you have losses, like the more you've done this, the more you frame it into the larger context. Like, you know, it, it, I think it depends on, If there is a lesson to learn, you need to learn it. Uh, that that's an important component of it. Like, look at what happened. Look at what your hypothesis were. Depending on on what sort of, depending on what your what 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 got you into this, like quarterback that Monday morning quarterback that. Understand why you chose this. Why you chose this investment. What you thought was going to happen. What actually happened. Um, it's usually a good idea to when you're you're buying something. And you're trying to learn as you're trying to learn this stuff, write down, keep a journal and in your mind, maybe when you buy an asset, say, hey, what do I think is going to happen here? What's the hypothesis that I expect to make this stock go up or this asset to go up, this investment to go up? What is my hypothesis here? And then say, you know, maybe it's a good idea to also say, what does winning look like? Uh, so like when this asset reaches this value, I'm going to be happy with it. And I think it's time to sell um, obviously keeping, you know, when you, we bought it, it's a good idea to keep track of all this stuff. Um, and when one of these things loses, like, look at it and say, okay, what was I thinking? What was I wrong about? Um, did I make a mistake or did I just get unlucky? Yeah. Uh, and then move on, you know, I mean, I think there's, there's always lessons to be learned, uh, you know, in everything in life, but I think being overly sentimental about things, uh, it, it can hold you back. You know, life moves in one direction. Uh, and it's it's important to learn these lessons to maybe minimize or improve your your quality. But I don't know. I mean, like the person who sits on the sidelines never loses, but they also don't win. You know, so it's like it's important to to put that into context. You went out and you did a thing. Um, you know, good for you. Uh, what can you learn from it, and how can you you know make sure that you're doing this in a smart way that that is working for you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So basically, we're coming to the end of this podcast. So it's been a great pleasure having in the conversation with you. So those who are listening, if anyone wants to learn more about yourself, your business, where is the best place to find you? 
Sure. Uh, so our website is at raisefinancial.com. Uh, we're kind of inventing an entirely new type of investing product for today's young investor to meet them where they are. Um, it's a very different prospect today for young Americans to build wealth. Um, you know, think about dealing with the student loans, stagnant wages, the raising rate of inflation, uh, a housing market, which is increasingly exclusionary. Uh, we're trying to produce products that help today's young investor get ahead of that curve and really set themselves up in their family. Uh, you can check us out at raisefinancial.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram at raisefinancial. Um, my email address is Wesley at raisefinancial. If you have any questions for me, uh, I'm always here. Always, always happy to help and share my insights and help anybody on their journey. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. So thanks for your coming today for your valuable time today and sharing your valuable knowledge. So I hope you have a wonderful day ahead and thanks for coming today. Thank you. It was great chatting with you. Have a great, uh, great rest of the day. Same here. Thank you. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you got some value from it and enjoyed our conversation. So if you're interested in learning more about like Wesley and his business, go visit his website or you can reach out to him on LinkedIn as well. So until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Are you a business owner tired of same old get rich quick schemes and cookie cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to B-School community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustaining organic growth. So who am I? I'm Ainul Chaudhary. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the B-School community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail, the coaches and consultant spaces. They are chasing in the wrong metrics, focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive. So in this B-School community, it isn't about courses, it's about complete transformation. So we offer Mindset Mastery where you learn, think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcoming limiting belief, your anxieties, your own self-limitation and unshakable confidence. We have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine and also we teach you how to grow your organic reach on a social media platform of LinkedIn and also we're gonna talk about how to build it a re reputable your podcast so through the podcast you can generate inbound leads for your business also we do weekly live classes where I get personal guidance ask questions in real time stay motivated and interact with the other people and so we have like an expert community as well so where you can connect with the network of online coaches consultant agency owners who have been there done that and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well so why wait so at business school community we believe building a business with purpose passion commitment and making difference so we are not about shortcuts or empty promises we are about real results real relationships and real growth so if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online join b school community today and unlock your full potential the link will be under the description go check out b school today and get your spot